about an invisible war. The battle is supernatural, not psychological or even worldly, but spiritual. If you had been at Calgary and your spiritual blinders removed, the forces of evil and the angels of light arrayed against one another would have been mind-boggling. Spiritual warfare uses people, circumstances, anything to defeat or distract the believer. When you experience irritation or anger, try to discern if you are being targeted by spiritual warfare. One can choose not to let things destroy them, but it does require an exercise of the will. Jesus at the cross could see who was behind his executioners and say, Father, forgive them. They know not what they are doing. That's Luke 23, 24. The enemy is Lucifer, Satan, the devil. The name Lucifer, meaning morning star in Isaiah 14, appears only once in the Bible. And that passage describes the overthrow of a tyrant, the king of Babylon. Bible scholars see in this passage a description of Satan who repelled against the throne of God and was brought down to Sheol. The same interpretation is given to Ezekiel 28, 11 through 19. Here he was on the mountain of God and the appointed garden cherubim of the garden. But he began to take what belonged to God and was filled with violence. He was cast out of heaven along one third of his angels and he was the highest created being, not omnipresent, but not knowing, not all powerful, but he is incredible powerful and frightfully wise. Michael, the archangel, recognizing the order of spiritual power in Jude 1.9, did not dare to bring a slanderous accusation against him, but said, the Lord rebuke you. The whole Bible speaks of Satan's role as adversary. A special instance of intervention was the occasion when Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. That's in First Chronicles 21. Job 1 and 2 emphasizes Satan's role as God permitted Satan to test Job's faith and the adversary inflicted the patriarch with many evils and sorrows. Satan is limited and knew he could not go beyond God's protection of Job. Job became the battleground between the forces of darkness and light and learned the hard lesson that Satan can only be defeated by making the right choices and God can be glorified in every circumstance. Zechariah recorded a vision of Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Satan, once again, was in conflict with God's purposes and the angels of God. He is always eager to accuse, but is subject to rebuke by God himself. He also attempts to disrupt God's plans, as in Daniel 10, 13, where the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted God's messenger for 21 days successfully until Michael came to Daniel's aid. Scripture, <coughs> scripture records speaking th- <coughs> Satan speaking three times, First in the garden where he accuses God to man. Then he accuses man to God, one of his favorite pastimes. Finally, he accuses the God-man in the tempting of Jesus. Note, always accusing. Warning to believers. 1 Peter 5, 8 through 10. 
Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you into eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Satan wants your soul. And his plan is to gain a measure of control over all Christians. If he doesn't wear you out with the first assault, he will wear you down with a siege of attrition until you give in from sheer exhaustion. Another weapon is to keep sin before you, even though we are completely forgiven. But living with guilt tells us to pay for sin that God cannot really love love us without, with our sin. But one of Satan's finest strategies is to convince us that he doesn't exist or is extremely remote. It is estimated that Satan gets to believers through other believers six out of ten times. Martin Luther had comments for dealing with Satan. Believer, don't argue with the devil. He has at least 6,000 years of experience on you. He has tried out his tricks on Adam, on Abraham, and on David. He knows your weak spots and is persistent. Turn it over to Jesus. Doesn't have to harass you when you are not in step with God. Whether or not you know it, there is an election going on. God cast a vote for you, and the devil cast a vote against you. You have the deciding vote. Satan stands back and with a grin on his face and says, Go ahead, go for it. Do what feels good. Take what <coughs> you want. Pay for it is in the small print. Satan in action comes at your point of weakest, weak, greatest weakness. He doesn't say, God, good morning, Jordan. I'm here to destroy you and fill you with doubt, fear, and general contrariness. So let's have a lousy day. He sometimes comes as a stranger who cares, understands, and often with the abundance of out of existence scripture. The Bible tells us that our physical world is ruled by Satan. In this spiritual war, Satan has the able assistance of demons. Demons are being are beings who are have personality and intelligence. As members of Satan's kingdom, they are evil and malicious and the committed enemy of God and his humans. The New Testament often refers to people who suffer from Satan's influence because of an indwelling of an evil spirit. In the Gospel of Mark, there are 10 recorded encounters between Jesus and demons. Believers with the power of the Holy Spirit must continue to wage battle with the demons. As we resist the devil, we grow. God wants us to grow and uses the devil wiles to foster our growth. God be with you till we meet again and by his counsels guide you and uphold you. Have a blessed day.